0: Welcome to Non-Fungible Rebels, a podcast where creators, tech, internet culture, crypto, and marketing meet each other. It's me, Annie Alexander, and in each episode, me and the rebels will have a real unscripted talk, share genuine opinions, and show raw emotions. Should we start? Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Non-Fungible Rebels. I haven't been around like forever, so this is the first one for this year. We're starting the new season, so welcome, everyone. And and the new one starts with Misha, so I'm very happy to welcome Misha Hanin um, to the show. He's the president of Deep Dive Group. I have connected with him on LinkedIn like Ages ago already, I think it's been what three years or something like that. Um, so uh, yeah, he's all about digital transformation. He is also starting something really exciting that we're going to talk about for sure. But uh, but let's start by um, yeah, you you just telling I. In general, like what you do uh, in terms of um, like you know tech and and Web three, and we'll just go from there.
1: Okay, so any first of all, <laughs> say, thank you for having me here. Uh, it's my pleasure, and I'm like really feel proud to, to open a season, a new season. So, uh, <laughs> Welcome. Technically, what I do uh, today, I would maybe summarize it in just a few words. Um. I help uh, businesses to understand what does it mean to transform digitally. Okay, not about like let's convert, uh, scan all documents, and uh, like (laughs) use now scanned PDFs. Like it's much, much, much bigger. So uh, my 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 role, my my uh, my my attitude always was like, okay, let's understand why it's needed and Mm. uh, what benefits going to be. Like uh, forget buzzwords okay and let's see how business transforms and how business is leveraging technology to do to offer something new to make uh, new ways of doing even the old things okay yeah. and uh, really grow okay so the so this, this is kind of my my, my role uh, i personally like love to be involved and I'm still involved in a lot, a lot of projects by myself, uh, in, in different roles. And uh, yeah, this is kind of what I do. I help. I help to connect business and digital world, if I may so, um, if I may say so. Okay, so this is kind of what I do.
0: Okay. That's cool. I really loved that, the, especially the part where you said, like, without the buzzwords, because I think, like, you know, during different conversations that we had, like, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've heard so much of my rant about sort of, you know, telling the, the nice stories, not walking the talk and kind of, you know, using buzzwords, hyping things up, but then, like, having no substance underneath. Um, so, uh, so yeah, buzzwords are, 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 yeah, I mean they are fine but it's kind of, you know, if it stays at that level like nothing is going to change anyway. So um Absolutely. so yeah. I I like that part. Um so um in terms of the technology, I mean, it's um at this point, I, I think like, you know, in Web3 specifically, I have a feeling that um, the people who truly believe in the technology and are focusing on that side of the story in terms of how to leverage the technology, how to help it amplify experiences or kind of, you know, come up with more creative and innovative products and services, etc., are the people who are probably not so loud, not so visible. They just, you know, head down, just build whatever they are building, but not many people know about that yet. And then the people who are very loud and kind of pretty much everywhere and kind of, you know, quote-unquote influencers are the ones who kind of don't really bring so much value to the space these days. So, um I mean, I don't know, like, how do you see in the future – um is it possible to balance this out a little bit? Because it feels like, you know, we we go from one extreme to another extreme, right? Like in the bear market, like, you know, we end up with these builders who silently keep building and staying around and everyone else disappears in the hype cycle, like we we go to the other extreme. Like, how, how do you see this whole dynamic going on?
1: You know, like, it's always a hype of anything new, okay? I remember the hype when Uber was just announced and then uh, people started to use Uber and it was like, oh, I wondered, I'm i riding an Uber, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, I can imagine what was the hype when uh, the first TV was uh, released on the market, okay, and uh, people were, were, were. I, I remember my childhood, okay, and when my, my dad, and it was years ago, installed electrical water heater in our apartment, okay? Okay. And it was replaced. Like we had a water heater that was actually operated by f- by fire. We needed to create fire
0: to yeah. heat
1: the water. Like uh, I
0: remember uh, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember the, the, those.
1: The, yeah. those chunks of uh, bricks and like it, it was crazy. And I remember when it was installed, all our neighbors probably for three months were coming just to see. The installation, how it's built, and like it was a hype, <laughs> like it's crazy. And then like everybody wanted to install it, and people were looking for ways to uh, where to buy it, how to buy it, like how to install it, like. And suddenly, like people, like, oh, we're burning the electrical cables in the, in apartment because it's not meant to it, and like suddenly experts pop uh, pop up, like who knows how to rewire cable. Like it's always yeah, yeah. The, the same, the, the same buzz. Okay, uh, what I would say uh, will happen when we will get to the level that uh, it's becoming every day part of our life. So, for example, yeah. today nobody talks about radio, nobody talks about TV, nobody talks mm. about cell phones. Okay, nobody cares. It's already kind of embedded in our life that we even don't realize that we use this, that we yeah, consume. True. We only realize uh, uh, our dependency on this technology when something goes down. So when Facebook Absolutely. was almost a, a day down and nobody was able to use WhatsApp, nobody was able to use uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that, suddenly like,
0: oh my God, our life so dependent on Facebook. What a disaster, right? yeah. <laughs> End of the world.
1: <laughs> End of the world, right? So yeah. when we will get to the level that this uh, technology piece, doesn't matter what uh, what we're what, what talking about, if it's a Web3, if it's whatever, new tech, like yeah. now uh, everybody is getting crazy about AI. AI. AI, 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 yeah. AI. Like, <laughs> I always say AI, right? Because like, <laughs> uh, come on, guys. Like um, From technology perspective, probably 80% of things that are co- uh, labeled as AI, it's not AI. It's stupid mathematical. In the best case scenario, ML. Okay, but, mm-hmm. uh, nothing to do with the eye, but another story. Don't want to go there. Uh, going back to your question, I would say the moment when we will start living with technology and it will become our part, part of our day-to-day life, yeah. then, then we will see the like a real, a real transformation. Okay, and our life will transform right uh, differently. And we we, we observed it. Okay, like uh, I remember beginning of 19th when cell phones started to pop up. Okay. Yeah. And like, oh, it, it 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 was crazy. It was crazy about cell phones. I remember and those days. Were, yeah. People were like, oh the, the connectivity is terrible and the battery is dying. And like but everybody still wanted and wanted and wanted. And True. today like nobody cares. Nobody cares about about even what cell phone they have, whatever. And even the cell phone pro- pro- producers, mm-hmm. they're not even advertising cell phone anymore. The advertising camera, the advertising speaker in it, the advertising screen in it, like not cell phone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no one one uses the phone as if like usually like you you make you don't make too many voice calls like using it as a phone anyway. But yeah. Uh so true. So true. I I think, but but the thing is, like you know, when when you mention all this, it's it, it's really cool because, like you know, when you think about it, like no one actually knows how all these things that uh, we use in everyday life in terms of tech actually works, and no one actually cares, which is which is kind of the, the way to to look at it, right? Um, here in in the web three space, like everyone talks about the tech and tries to explain it and tries to educate the masses in terms of what it is and how it works and all that stuff. And I just feel like that's kind of an upfield battle and, and it's kind of, it, it doesn't even make sense. Like I don't really need to know how it works in order to use it. Right. So the user friendly stuff is, is, is what they should focus on. And, and like, you know, like, let, let's be honest, like just to onboard someone like a normie to this space is it's it's such a, a big deal, it's such a hassle, right? Like, you know, if you really want to onboard someone to a truly decentralized ecosystem, uh it's gonna take a while to to just, you know, to do that. Uh, if, so if,
1: if you ask me, we will go through at least two big massive evolution phases. Okay.
0: Okay. What are those? Uh,
1: from a technology perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. This this is my my, my view okay sure first one i would say when uh, we all, uh, like let's say i don't want to throw to the air numbers but big number let's say when 90 percent of all businesses will die okay and i believe mm-hmm. they will die okay yeah like in this particular domain because as you said nobody gives a fuck. sorry for my french about technology how uh, how i do authentication who cares if I go to the restaurant, I don't care how chef cooks my dish. I want to yeah. enjoy the dish. I don't care how satellite phone transfers the signal. I consume yeah. it. I don't True. care how film gets uh, created. When I go to cinema, I enjoy the film, right? Yep. Yeah. So when all the buzz, ed- educational buzz, whatever, like uh, i i believe it's it's the the recipe for for uh, for failure when all those companies will die okay and uh, we will be at the first uh, evolution phase okay. when new, new, when new companies will pop up okay and i believe it's going to be new companies maybe like number companies will adopt and learn but if they didn't learn for the last 10 years and they're still uh, trying to educate uh, everybody on Earth what is Bitcoin, what is blockchain, wh- how it works, and what is Web3 now, and, like, who cares, okay? So, and
0: the buzzwords. The... And if... all those
1: buzzwords. So <laughs> all those companies that didn't learn the lesson yet, they will die, all of them. Yeah. No exception how big they are now. So, new companies will pop up and will start talking about the value that this technology brings. Yeah. In, uh, in, in my example of restaurant, if they will start advertising the product. McDonald's is not advertising how they're growing potatoes, how they do transportation of the potatoes uh, or burgers to, from, from farmers. They're not talking about logistics. They're not talking about anything. Yeah. They're showing us McDonald's, the fri- French fries, the ice cream, the coffee. They're not talking about, like, how they're growing the, those coffee beans, where they're buying them, all the logistics, transparency, like, no, nobody cares, okay? So when okay. those companies will start showing real value that uh, get created or advanced because of this technology, we will be uh, facing the first evolution. Why is that we're going to uh, probably see two evolutions uh, two cycles of evolution when uh, we will be somewhere in the middle of the first evolution we probably will realize that something's still going wrong and we will need to do a little bit of pivot and adjustments down the yeah. road okay and then we will we will hit real real world transformation okay and this is where it's going going to be the next level of the, like, uh, breakthrough on the uh, the technology level. Exactly if we will take a look on industrial revolution that started about 130, 150 years ago. Like, think about it. Thousands of years of human evolution, okay, was, uh, like, kind of preparation, and then industrial revolution came. When we will take a look uh, when the first transistors get released, like last fifty years of technology, like in electronics and everything, it's it's insane. It's ha- it's hard to even uh, consume how fast we were growing and how how much we changed. Mm. Okay, so I do envision that we will go to uh, to two big uh, phases, and then uh, this before we will hit real 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 breakthrough. Okay. So, by and, uh, your
0: personal predictions, how long will it take until we get there? 10 years. 10 years. So another 10 years and we should be good. Yeah.
1: Okay. And 10, ten years, I, I don't know if we will be good in 10 years. We will be definitely in a different phase. Well,
0: better. Okay. I hope Ho- so. Hopefully <laughs> better than now. Okay. Yeah. You know yeah.
1: what? I, 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 I'm, I'm quite optimistic, right? And uh, when, when, when I say like in a better way, in, in a better phase, I do believe so because uh, if we will take a look, all, uh, how technology, over the all human history, influenced on us, it always progressed and it always helped us to grow, uh, to grow, and get to the levels that we didn't even think about it before. Okay, yeah. and sometimes it's it's a harsh lessons, it's really tough lessons, uh, and uh, tough times that we are going through, but technology eventually. Brings good value to uh, to what we're like into our life. Okay, so I, I do believe that in ten years we will be in a different in, in different better world. So for sure.
0: Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I I, I, I would tend to agree with you on this one. So um, yeah, I I think it, there is also another point here because like I have a feeling that in tech, like specifically in Web three, because that's what I'm more familiar uh, on, right? Like the, the, the issue is that we keep creating and building products and services for that specific niche only so we keep kind of you know just feeding the same like serving the same audience which is a very small audience compared to you know, to uh, to the masses and to to the world so i have a feeling like you know we we need to come up with how are we going to use this technology to solve like real problems of you know n- regular people out there and um and kind of you know um, Problems that are, as you said, everyday problems. So we will later on use that that product or service on an everyday basis, right? And I think we're we're not like very few founders actually look at it from from that perspective. It's more about okay, we have this Web three crowd, we have these so many wallets, we have these people who are, who are into DeFi. Let's come up with something in DeFi to make it better and to serve these people better and and just you know get get part of the user base from from the other services um so I feel like that that's kind of we're just self-serving all the time for years and years in a row and and kind of you know no one actually has any breakthrough to to get out of that bubble in, from that perspective
1: yeah you know like i I see on this like the same same way and uh, I'm as a um, like I like to believe that I'm futurist right? the way I see, like, the future is going uh, with the, uh, and how technology is adjusting, uh, we need to get out of the current thing, okay? And if you'll we'll take a look on uh, on the history of blockchain in general, okay, and uh, we like it or not, Web3 tied to the blockchain still, right? If you yeah. we'll, uh, look on the entire history, up until now, probably 99% of all implications and all use cases that survived and still with us, it's somehow related to the financial implications, trading. Okay, let's create something and start trading. This is how we make money. Let's lend it. Let's adopt the the banking uh, philosophy to the blockchain. Let's try to mix something, whatever. It's still kind of in many cases, we, uh, we're looking for a problem uh, to solve.
0: <laughs> we so invent we problems, actually, very often. Like, you know, we don't even and have exactly. those problems. And, and
1: but yeah. in, the, in some cases, we kind of create a solution when we have no problem yet at yeah. all to solve. And yeah. then, like, okay, we have this now. How are we going to deal? Like, where is the problem? <laughs> so, unfortunately, the, this is what we see right now, okay? Quite a lot. So the financial implication uh, more for for, uh, for trading, selling and buying and whatever and ju- just gain capital uh, like capital gain. Okay, uh, yeah. this is all those implications. If then it's not a scammy project, whatever, they still survive and still with us. Okay, yeah. despite the the, the 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 market position. Okay, yeah. then we will take a look on. Uh, te- uh, technology implications, like blockchain implications in outside world, not financially mm-hmm. related, we mm-hmm. don't really see too much too much adoption. Okay? Despite, mm-hmm. again, all the buzz uh, that help companies through IPO, through publicity, whatever, there's not so much real production uh, use cases uh, of the blockchain. Like uh, many of them. And in many cases, it was amazing proofs. And uh, like the POC was built, MVP MVP was built. We got a business, got a lot of confirmations that this technology is really needed, can help, Mm -hmm. but it's not adopted. Okay. So I always encourage those uh, business leaders to go and do digging to understand why. It's not technology. Something else that, yeah. that prevents prevents the adoption. However, when we will get to the level that uh, we starting and architects around the world will start creating products by leveraging this technology, without emphasizing even without even talking about it, mm-hmm. this is going to be like something unique. Show me today any product on the market. Let's call let, let's it digital product, okay, that uh, where the leader of this company stays on the uh, the stage and freaks out about performance of his Oracle or SQL database, show me one idiot that doesn't, (laughs) come on, nobody, like, nobody talks about, like, how they authenticate users, it's kind of, you cannot give someone access to assets doesn't matter what asset file on uh, uh, in, in, inside corporate storage or VPN connection or whatever like ticket ticket to the uh, to the movie. nobody talks about how they do this when you go to to watch a new cinema whatever like do you really care even how they value scanning your uh, the QR code of your ticket before they're letting you in no, nobody talks about it. Why we non-stop talking about this technology? Technology, this technology is amazing for particular use cases, not everywhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just complicates it, right? Like, you know, when when you do not actually need blockchain technology and you artificially put it inside, it it only complicates stuff. It only makes it harder. I mean, it's 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 just... It's like uh,
1: if you're cooking, uh, preparing a cake, Okay. Would you uh, put their ketchup and salt and paper? Probably not, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So,
1: uh, this is the big thing, right?
0: Yeah. I I, I think the issue is... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Sorry. And I also, like, I got involved in uh, uh, a lot of different technology projects outside of the blockchain domain. Mm. And I almost, like... At the beginning of every single project where we get involved, I'm getting a question. Like uh, when I'm sitting uh, with the executive board and uh, we're discussing like art of possibility and uh, approaches, almost always, no exceptions, they're asking. And I love that they're asking. So it means that they were already thinking about this. Misha, what do you think about blockchain? Is it going to help us here? Mm -hmm. And in many cases, I'm like, no. Come on, Misha, you're a fan of blockchain. you like in blockchain almost from first days of uh, like existence. I'm like, yeah, but why would I even push it to you if I, by myself, don't believe that it will bring value to you? How I will yeah. sell it to you, the concept? Right? So it kind of makes no sense. And, yeah. and then, like, classical example, like, manufacturing. One company, one manufacturer. One location, having zero uh, desire to grow, not going to open any other branches, any manufacturers, nothing. What the hell I need to push blockchain down? Yeah. Right?
0: No. I, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. And and I think that's that's the issue, right? Like, there are many, quote-unquote, I don't know, blockchain advisors, Web3 advisors, NFT advisors, whatever, like, you know, you want to call these people like tech consultants, digital transformation experts, whatever you call them, um, that are, um, basically it's also like a slightly ethical thing right like if you push it to them then you know they will hire you to consult them about it so you're kind of artificially creating a demand for your services so it, it's always kind of this thing whether you want to to be honest and true to to, to the actual thing and and kind of you know just just tell that it's not needed, or you're you're thinking about okay you know what like you know the bear market is going to come let's just accumulate as much as I can just to, to go through it, right? So, so I think yeah. very often, like, you know, advisors have advice stuff, um, not because of the need for it, not because of the actual organic sort of, you know, uh, circumstances, but because of Kind of, you know, personal matters and personal reasons. Um, because I too have have seen many projects where, kind of, you know, they 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 put in the tech, they start sort of integrating stuff, complicating everything, and then up to a point where they are so stuck uh, that kind of, you know, their their main business, which kind of operated pretty fine. Ends up having issues just because of that whole kind of <coughs> mess and chaos that that happened because of that, right? So, so I'm I'm with you. Like, you know, if you don't need it, you don't need it. It's you know, this text should be used only if it actually adds value, uh, or amplifies, or kind of you know creates things that you couldn't otherwise without it. Um, other than that, it's just you know. So, for example, I'm personally still thinking about yeah the nft technology for example and and publishing for example you know publishing uh, writing and to me for now i haven't found like a good solution because if you put that into into your published books like you're just over complicating amazon purchases like you know if i can't just buy a book through amazon why the hell would i actually want You know, to do it through NFTs and wallets and all that stuff, unless it's a collectible with a, whatever, like, right? So for now, like, I don't, you know, I'm very passionate about that subject, but I don't really see the need of actually putting additional layers of barriers between me and my readers at the moment, right? So, so it needs to be kind of, you know, it needs to be where where it needs to be. And then, you know, when where you kind of can skip it, you have to be honest and kind of, you know, decide to skip it for now until you find a better solution. But yeah, I yeah, agree yeah. with you. Yeah, Let's you know move what? to like, the... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Before that, like, I yeah. just want to make a really small comment. I don't want to flush to the toilet all the advisors, whatever, just, just because uh, they do what they do, right? Like, I actually always ask uh, those business leaders when they ask me about this, even if I don't believe that blockchain is needed in their business, I ask Mm. them one question still. Okay? And I'm like, guys, when you will answer this question, I will show you how blockchain can be used here. And the question is really simple. Are you willing to... Label yourself as R&D company and you will invest time and effort and you will know that you're mm-hmm. going to lose money. But you really want to do R&D research and development and who knows, maybe together we will find something unique that will change this world. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that? Okay, if the answer is yes, unfortunately up until now, as far as always, no, like, we need to make business. It's a business. It's not R&D. I'm not a <laughs> uh, scientist. I'm not. Uh, we we are here to make money. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So let's move on. Okay. This is uh, this it. is kind of uh, what I still believe. I believe in R&D. Like, uh, I'm burning so much resources uh, in, in our company, in our companies, the, the part of the group, uh, a lot of resources, because we do massive R&D constantly okay but this is Mm. kind of our niche we operate in it and we know how to deal with it and like somebody would say like we are burning resources but i'm saying Mm. like we're gaining knowledge we're gaining knowledge and uh, this is why i can comfortably talk about almost any domain technology domain um where i operate okay so Mm. this is RD, like without even creating a product whatever Gaining knowledge, it's a knowledge, right? Like Edison said, what, how many times he, he failed, like before he cre- invented the lamp, more than thousands. And he said, like, yeah, like, uh, I found all those, uh,
0: ways, that, doesn't way, work. ways yeah. that does not,
1: yeah, uh, that that do not work, right? So it's yeah. the same, okay? So uh, this is kind of uh, my five cents on that,
0: yeah. I mean, but that needs, um. Uh... Persistence, perseverance, patience—you know all that stuff. Which is, uh, yeah, those traits are not very common in this space. No, no, no. And, <laughs> and,
1: talking, and, and uh, you mentioned about Amazon and book, for example. Yeah, this is actually also quite interesting. Business will flush out unnecessary complexity. Yeah. Okay, where are we going with the like over uh, complex? approach we we are dying as a business like mm. i remember like beginning of 2000s one of my companies we created a company and we created a product a uh, product for remote control uh, that uh, was uh, like targeted for enterprises for support centers like literally connect remotely like team viewer today okay we build this uh, and it was just like fabulous and fast and secure and everything and with our paranoia on on security and protection, and I was mm. crazy paranoid on I on how I protect uh, the uh, the product that nobody will steal it. The product not gonna be leaked on the dark uh, dark web and uh, virus and whatever. I want people and enterprises to buy it. Yeah, we did it. We we don't have even one license leaked, but the business dead. Okay, because the uh, amount of headache we created to users to activate every single license. Oh, okay, okay. see hmm. that enterprises at some point said, "Misha, go." Okay, so. <laughs> Is this? <laughs> By the way, and, f-
0: feel free because my podcast is, is labeled as explicit, so it's fine.
1: I, oh, I know my oh, guests.
0: Oh. I know they are gonna do it. so I, I just labeled it and moved
1: on. <laughs> so so, so the, 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 this is kind of what happened. and the product and when this stupid head realized that uh, uh, this is actually killing the business it was too late. and business is there. Mm. okay. So we will see the same. Like and you said, like why would I overcomplicate uh, uh, my sales cycle? If people want to buy a book, I don't care if five versions will be stolen. If I will sell one hundred, actually,
0: <laughs> right? it's an interesting point because. I remember like, you know, when I was just starting like my, my writing journey, like back like ten years ago or something, uh, I knew writers who actually leaked themselves their books into those pirate sites. So people will actually download it because it 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 raised awareness around their books. And then people who were kind of, you know, stealing those pirate copies later on were coming to Amazon and buying their other books. So that was kind of a strategy to, to market their stuff. So yeah, like, it, you know, it's,
1: it's used by it's, enterprises as well.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Like I, I'll give you two examples. Okay. Uh, I was involved like in middle of 19th like end of 19th and as a, a technologic, uh, technological advisor for uh, one of the companies mm-hmm. that were, were creating some digital product used by enterprise in the storage domain and all that stuff. And yep. one day, I I saw on one of the forums, people like, oh, here's the link for the cracked version that was released two days ago. Okay. And I'm coming to the company and going to uh, to their CTO. I'm like, what the hell? Like, uh, you guys, like, uh, fuck off. (laughs) And they're like, oh, Misha, thank you for telling us this. But uh, it's uh, approved by board. One of the developers from the company leaked it. (laughs) Okay? Okay? Because we don't care if it's going to be used by technical people like you in in your home lab. For me, it's important that people will become familiar with it. Okay. okay, and then and then enterprises and businesses they will buy it. I would I always bring as example Microsoft. If you remember the, the Microsoft life uh, life cycle from any, any first version, okay, the security was here's a serial number. Yeah, copy it. Annie, call me on the phone, I will give you my serial number, you type it, boom. You got your version of Windows. You got your version of Office. You got everything. Yeah. Come on. The Microsoft today, 200,000 people around the world. They have brilliant minds. They could have created enough headache that would prevent people from stealing, right? They don't yeah. want to do this. Why? Because in the real world, in the business world, business not going to use s- stolen Version, okay? Yeah, Why? True. Why? And if you using it at home and you becoming familiar with a with a product, when you coming at work, you forcing your employer to buy you this version, right? I'm oversimplifying, true. of course, uh, all this concept, but this is the concept. Yeah, yeah. And if no, no, no. I get it. All this, all the open source community. How do you make money? Yeah. Right. They make money on support, they make money on updates, they make mo- There's multiple streams how they make money, but they giving out yeah. product as open source for free. Just yeah. go learn it. Fall in love with this product, and that's it. This is what they want.
0: That's that's the thing. Like, you know, it has to be good and you know, people have to love it for it to work. Because you know, if you can give out stuff and, for and free, just, but uh... if it's shit. Yeah,
1: we're just uh, closing the loop. It has exactly. to bring value. It has to yeah. be something that brings value that people would love, and then people will pay. Yeah. Okay, so
0: uh... yeah, I totally agree with you. Let's move to the most exciting part. Like you know, we've been talking about all this stuff, which is you know useful. Um, but um, you know, you have this upcoming project, which is super exciting. <laughs> so so maybe you should show like people where you are broadcasting from and we can start talking about your upcoming journey <laughs> uh, or you can tell about it I will tell because it's still about kind
1: it. of preparation uh, and, uh, yeah, so, of so guys stuff,
0: I've, I've, I've seen it it's true <laughs> so whatever he's saying I've, I've seen the you know the actual place so <laughs> go ahead the surroundings so go ahead
1: so uh, I'm right now literally sitting inside the sailing boat sailing yacht and uh, that I spent last two years to make it uh, as much as possible uh, di- digitally enabled. And uh, around the like, beginning of this month, I announced that uh, I'm going to do a world round trip on a sailing boat for the sake of uh, proof and demonstration that technology is uh, truly enabled. And uh, technology helps us technically in every aspect of, of our life. And, yes, I'm a pa- uh, passion uh, skipper and sailor. And I know, like, the technology that I'm using today, okay, that wasn't, ex- uh, wasn't in this sailing world, like, 50 years ago, this technology uh, allows normal people, no, not people that are, like, sailing for life, do crazy things, okay, so it's a, it's lit, literally the, an enable, and uh, I'm a president of a group of companies, and I'm personally involved heavily uh, in many projects, and many of them I'll be running from the bottom, uh, despite the fact where I'm staying, what I'm doing, uh, if I'm in the middle of Atlantic or whatever, uh, I'll be doing it from here. Okay, so uh, I put quite a lot, a lot of thoughts in uh, what could be done and how it could be done, what tech should be uh, embedded in the, uh, on the board. I, I'm proud to, to see, like, uh, during last uh, assessment of the board uh, last year, um, I, got, uh, I got a statement that this is the most technologically advanced board in the region nice uh, like uh, and it's like of course it's a uh, in particular class it's a sailing boat but but it's it it means a lot okay and i got to the level that uh, i can operate this boat like one-handed like just by myself without any other help without crew would i do this probably not like it uh, why but uh, it's it's totally possible and uh, yeah and uh, in few days we we starting our first uh, uh, first leg, so we leaving Dubai, and we will be sailing to Mediterranean. We'll, uh, we are going to Athens, okay, and uh, and then the goal from Athens, <coughs> the next leg is going to be uh, through Grand, Grand Canary and a uh, Atlantic uh, crossing. To, uh, toward east coast of uh, uh, North America, Central America. And then we will see how, how wind will go. Okay, So this is the, kind of the, <laughs> the project. If That's I super interesting. And
0: you're going to document it, right, on your blog? Yourself? Like you're going to yeah. document the journey? Yeah,
1: I, I'll, I'll be documenting it. I'll be creating quite a lot of content on that. Nice. And so... Uh, Again, it's it's not gonna be uh, just classical uh, blog or vlog or whatever we will call it about sailing. It's not. It's more about how technology helps us in everyday life. Okay, on everything. Okay, Uh, how I detect uh, extra level of uh, whatever water on the uh, on the boat. How I measure uh, differently by leveraging technology. Uh, Level of diesel in in the tanks, how I communicate uh, with my team during the team meetings, how I'm uh, crafting documents and working on uh, business proposals or something like that when I'm in the middle of the Red Sea.
0: I think that's super cool. I think that's really exciting, and and knowing you for so many years, like you know, I I wasn't really surprised. Like you know, it's it's kind of you know, it's it's pretty extreme and crazy thing to do. But like you know, knowing you, I'm, I'm kind of you know, yeah. I mean, Misha can pull it off. Like you know, I'm not <laughs> that surprised. Uh, but how did you come up with the idea in general? Like you know, you're just combining your passions into one and just coming up with something that mashes those up together, or, or like you know,
1: it's actually my, my, I would say multiple things that happened. Uh, so I spent my life like more than thirty years in, in technology domain. <clears throat> Started with cyber, then networking, then uh, all together, cloud like blockchain development in architecture. Like all my life I'm in a technology. On another side outside of the tech I always was the uh, uh the Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> I always was in the uh, in the sea. I'm um, passionate uh, about diving, uh, scuba diving. Um, I got to the pro level as a dive master. Oh, so wow. I always die, always do. And uh, during the COVID, I actually uh, one of the it was a moment literally at the beginning during the global lockdown where I like literally stayed in a in hotel room uh, for, for really long time. Started to think about it like, okay, I don't want to be in this uh, self isolated prison. How I mm-hmm. can get a little bit more freedom? And actually, sailing was always my my life dream like C always was my life dream. And uh, during the COVID, I started to think about it uh, much more. And uh, what also happened, I got uh, I got COVID. and Really, really, yeah, really I hard. I
0: remember that, yeah.
1: And uh, one night, I believe that I'm not going to see uh, uh, sunrise. Uh, like I barely survived and it was before any vaccines, before anything. And uh, one month after that, I uh, because the immune system was totally destroyed, I got some other virus that actually almost killed me. And uh, thanks to technology, again, I stayed alive. Uh, yes, I spent uh, two weeks in the ICU unit, but uh, I really believe, like, no, no doubts. If it would happen to me 50 years ago, I would die. Mm. Like, 100%. Yeah. So, in those two weeks, I uh, I realized like how life is short, okay, mm. and uh, we need to uh, to live it differently. I decided to live it differently. So I st- uh, when I was dispatched from the hospital. I went back to diving like crazy diving. Uh, I did <laughs> like I have no idea. Like in one year, I did more than two hundred dives. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, upgrade uh, was doing upgrades on my certificates and everything and uh, I decided to buy a boat and I bought a boat and uh, I didn't know how to operate it, how to sell it. I didn't know anything like i, I had hours in my uh, hours of watching YouTube videos <laughs> in my head <laughs> but i I never operated it and even the fact that i, I tried to do real really official way, I signed up for the course, and I wanted to learn how to operate. I, I, uh, I went to the uh, yacht clubs and all that stuff, and um, I tried. But COVID killed the, the programs, and uh, my, my, the mm-hmm. sessions were postponed and postponed and postponed. So uh, long story short, I, I jumped on the boat with uh, only four hours of uh, being on the boat in my life. Uh, together with uh, one other friend. And we sailed from Romania to Dubai in one month. And yeah. we sailed. And I learned a lot. Uh, fast forward today, I have the highest level of certification. I'm a master of yachts. Uh, so it, it's, not a, uh, it's, not, it's not a problem for me anymore. But what's important. <clears throat> when i was uh, when we were sailing and we, we stayed in, in uh, on the water for entire months like we sailed two of us just two people on the boat we sailed 24/7 our shifts were like 3 hours shift like uh, day and night so i was always thinking on, on like why it's still uh, operated in uh, anxious ways like why mm-hmm. we don't use tech here and there Why, why, why? Like a lot, a lot of things. And that was coming to my mind. When we get to Dubai, I started to do massive research. And I'm like, huh, it's interesting. Uh, Technology is not here at all. At least not on those spots. Like when we're talking about tankers, cruising liners, whatever. Yes, they they Mm. feel equipped. But... When we're talking about uh, sailing yachts, when we're talking about small yachts, not uh, like super luxury yachts, it's not there. So I started to do a lot of R&D by myself. I started to design some tech by myself. I started to look for ways to integrate and interconnect uh, different components, different ecosystems, different, different, different things. And I designed my own digital board. And not just designed, I built it. So I did a lot of rework on my board. And uh, I said, uh, like, it was a mantra in my head always, like, you spend your life on technology. Now, it's another opportunity to demonstrate that technology is really beyond buzzwords. Show the planet how technology helps outside of the server room. How technology helps outside of, like, let's have a video call or let's have, like, email uh, communication. How it can literally be part of the day-to-day life. So it was sitting in my mind, like, for about two years.
0: I think it's great. It's, yeah, it's just... And at some point, (laughs)
1: I'm like, okay, time to pull the trigger. Yeah, I think... uh, here we are.
0: It's, it's awesome. And I'm, I'm absolutely <coughs> sure that your experience this time with sailing is going to be completely different than, than that one month with your friend. Um, from Romania to Dubai, for sure, uh, because like, you know, yeah, you, you, you've you've thought this through a lot. So it's going to be very interesting to see you sort of, you know, sail, leave and work from the boat and, and see how it, it rolls out. Um, so, yeah, the other thing I think that is, is important is that very often we have all this, bucket lists and streams and kind of, you know, we're thinking about stuff and we're, we're always kind of have this thing in our mindset, like one day when this happens, that happens, I'm going to do this and that. And that's exactly that. Like, you know, why do we have to have like wake up calls in order to to pull the trigger and finally go for it. Right. So I think like, you know, very yeah. often, like, you know, you just have to switch your mindset into I don't know, maybe even imagining something happened if it didn't, just to to push yourself through and and go ahead and do the things that you always wanted to do because, yeah, as you said, one day may not never come and then you will end up with all these regrets and um, dreams that kind of, you know. Uh,
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to encourage anyone to change their life.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, no, no. I I wasn't either. I I, I was just saying, I
1: I just adjust so for example i'm not dropping what i'm doing not at all yeah. i'm not stepping down from uh, whenever i am i'm just doing maybe it's a wrong word here but i'm doing a little bit of pivot how i'm going to do things
0: yeah you're doing it okay. your way basically you're doing the same thing so uh, so own. i'm
1: just interconnecting multiple pieces and introducing yeah. new way of doing things and this is what I truly believe real digital transformation is all about. How technology helps us to do even the legacy stuff in a new way, in a more yeah. optimized way. In Like, how? Like, last year, uh, my son and I, we did a really small trip. Here in the region, we, we left uh, UAE, we, we, we left Dubai, we went to Amman, and uh, it was three days of storm like rough, rough weather, and uh, at some point, and it already was so natural for me, okay, to constantly kind of validate, like, even what I see or what I don't see through technology, tech probably saved us in, uh, the, at that uh, trip during the storm because maps not really up-to-date, okay? It's another topic that I can talk forever. Also, <laughs> and uh, we were navigating, and autopilot was taking us in particular road, and uh, just for the sake of again validation and constant monitoring and validation and adjustment, like in a business, like in a technology, right? Consulted uh, uh, the the thermovision and night vision equipment on the boat, and in the middle of the night, I see on the screen, that we're going straight to the rock.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And you don't see it. And on the map, this rock about 500 meters uh, away. Away. Not in front of me. Away. And I see how we're going on it through technology. Human eye wasn't helping me there. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. This is without even realizing. Like, yeah, let's see, let's use it. Boom! It a it's changing the way we operate. Okay, and one hundred years ago, people would say like, oh, wait a second, I am not gonna sail at night yeah. because of those reasons. We cannot see. Oh, we cannot sail because tonight we have no 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 moon, no no stars. We're going. We're going in a pitch black. Uh, See, <coughs> we did it when we were sailing through from uh, Romania. We did it. We had three days, actually three nights. <laughs> no stars, no moon, nothing. And uh, that moment we had no tech, so it was a struggle, big struggle. Now, yeah, tech is available. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you well, need to stop yeah. it. I, I, I can talk about. No, this no, trial. no. You're
0: like. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I was just, you know, trying to evaluate your appetite for risk. So, uh, yeah, it feels like this upcoming trip will be less risky than the one you already took. So it should be fine. Okay, so, um, so yeah, I guess we, we should wrap it up. I will include the links to your website um, in the show notes so people can go and check out more details and then see some yeah, uh, d- uh, updates in in terms of you know once you start the journey, what's gonna happen there? I will definitely be following that, and and we'll be in touch for sure to to make to make sure you're still around and kind of you know <laughs> still still working uh, while enjoying the sea. So so yeah, we'll be in touch for sure. People will know how where to find you, and uh, and yeah, good luck. Uh, have safe journey. Get amazing experiences. This. and uh, and I think it's it's really unique project because I kind of you know we always talk about the technology but kind of you know in in a way which is um, not often relatable and and sometimes like tech people when they talk about even stuff they are passionate about it may get extremely boring. So, so I think um, this, uh, this is going to be way more interesting to, to follow up on and, and also learn things about the tech um, as we go. So, so, yeah, I mean, have a really nice trip and, and good luck Thank with you. everything.
1: Thank when you when so
0: are that. you leaving? In a few days, you said.
1: In a few days. like oh, uh, Okay. We're, we're literally waiting just for a paperwork, some stamp. Exit oh, okay, and we're good
0: to go everything else cool. is ready awesome so so bon voyage then and um thank Jan, you so much. we'll be in touch and,
1: and thank you for the invite Annie.
0: that's all that i've got for you today if you want more of my content please check out my newsletter at anniealexander.com backwards slash subscribe and i'll see you in the next episode